this week's episode of the award-winning, multiple award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Planet Fitness. Any other time, I would tell y'all Planet Fitness ain't shit if you are actually trying to get your body together or make any gains in the gym. But fortunately, every broke clock is right two times a day. And so, like we accurately dragged Lil Boosie last week, um, I would like to continue that drag with the great news that Planet Fitness was like, no, we're not doing that over here. You're not fucking up our business model with this bullshit, little Boosie. You can take your transphobic and homophobic bullshit somewhere else. Go over to Golds. Go over uh, to LA Fitness. Go over wherever you lifetime gotta go. Lifetime Fitness. Do a lifetime. You was sure to do the lifetime, probably. Anyway. Go somewhere else where you ain't going to make no gains and still be a skinny, ugly-ass nigga. Because it's not going to be over here at Planet Fitness. And I'm absolutely here for Planet Fitness on that. Yeah. Um, they have banned a transphobic, a homophobic... Ignorant ass Lil Boosie out of their establishment. Um, and I'm here for it. I'm down for it. Uh, I would like to know when their next pizza day is because we know that <laughs> Planet Fitness. I think Fitness, it's Tuesdays. I, I don't even know, but I know Planet Fitness. It's Mondays or Tuesdays. It's in the beginning of the week. So you can still have time to burn off the extra calories. And that's why they have the sign on the wall in every Planet Fitness judgment free zone. And LaBoosie thought he was going to sit up in there and judge Zaya. You sitting right next to the sign, Boosie. It's a judgment-free zone. And you sit up here making a judgmental video. Get out. They told Leave. Him to, he, they told him right to get out. Right now. Yeah. He's, he's out. He's out. And I might have to come in behind it. Because I'm there for the, the Pizza Tuesdays or whatever <laughs> it is. It's Pizza Tuesdays. I'll go for the Pizza Tuesdays and... Um, pretend to work out on one machine. And I won't say because you said they didn't have free they, weights. They, they didn't have the free weights that you need or the, the they, machines. They that don't. You need. The weights are not as heavy as anybody that's. They got them on sale. <laughs> anybody that's uh, for real about lifting weights, you know, lifting weights at Planet Fitness. No shade. Um, but I'm gonna have to swing by after this move. I'm here for it. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters, and of course, RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N, a.k.a. the ass aficionado, B.K.A. Elizabeth, I got time for that bullshit, Warren. I got a plan for that. <laughs> That's no, 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 that was her old name. Oh. Last year, that was her name of, I got a plan for that. I got a plan for that. This year, she's got a new name. Okay. I got time for that. All right. Because she had time for that. She looked to her left. She looked up to her right. She was like, Bernie over here, Bloomberg over here. Mm. <laughs> I know who the fuck I'm getting ready to take the fuck out of this goddamn race. Okay. And we're going to see because uh, as we're recording this episode, the South Carolina debate is going on right now. So we're not able to watch it because we're delivering this great content to you. But um, Stay tuned for next week because we'll be able to have watched it by then and tell you more about it yeah. then. Um, our icebreaker this week is which character from Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar, are you? I'm the Latin boy in drag. 
You can't be. No. I'm Why? Like, First off, also, what's, the, what's the name? I can't remember the name. Okay, so you can't be that person. But, you know, I also remember when they got to the house, they met the girl with the abusive boyfriend. I could be her, too. I see that for you. <laughs> I could be someone growing, learning, not fully formed. I don't claim to be fully formed. I'm always... Available she to was Southern something. Fish, um, living by Southern values and, and yeah. stayed where you, things were. Comfortable. There's room to grow. I I know it, but I don't see how to put it in action. And I'm looking to a drag queen to help me. Wow. And that drag queen is me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, you were bust. You were bust. That drag drag queen was me (laughs) And that drag queen is The one and only Chi Chi Rodriguez Yeah there you go Played by the incomparable John Lequizamo Um, She's my fave because I think that she had the best shade She had the most relatable character Um, And then in the end She won Hello At the end she won (laughs) Uh, Like at the very beginning RuPaul Again, for people who have not seen it, if you have not seen it, that's why this is the Get the DVD. Go. It's on. Oh, um, I was going to say, it's on Netflix. I'm so old. I got the DVD over there. I remember when I had to buy the DVD. Y'all got streaming now. And you still don't know the name of the drag queens. And you own the DVD. Um, But for those of you who have not seen it, you can stream it on Netflix right now. It is uh, amazing gay Mm -hmm. history in film because... It happened so long ago when when drag was not as mainstream as it is today. But Trichy Rodriguez did, said, and lived the way that she wanted to all the time. And my faith. Okay. Oh, so you had the same answer. That's why you didn't want my answer to be the answer. No, I had the real answer. You didn't even know what her name was, so you can't even. I know have the that testimony. Answer. I know the testimony. How about that? Give me a quote. Give me a quote. Give me a Chichi Rodriguez quote. What's the uh, oh, okay. affirmation? Oh, the word? Okay. What's okay. that word for the week? Uh, Who's okay. the black queer girl you we giving the shout out to? So you really a little Latin boy and dragon, <laughs> not a real dragon. To have cool. it to hold, to cherish, and sickness in the hell to them do us part now. Come on. Uh, we in this together. Our word of this week is replaced by black gay history. Because like I had said previously throughout this month. Uh, it is Black History Month, and uh, nobody is talking about Black gay history, uh, though it is a part of our history as Black people and definitely as gay people. Um, and Lil Boosie telling a damn tenth grader he he got nice lips to eat pussy. He said you got a nice set on you. Well, Lil Boosie, why are you looking at a little mm-hmm. boy like that? I'm <laughs> I'm trying here. What? What is going on? So is Boosie Black queer history as well? We just don't know it yet. He's history, as in we looking, we looking back at that. Clear that browser. Clear your browser out. <laughs> and no, I'm not accepting cookies. Uh. <laughs> Woo! All right, I'm gonna do real black gay history at this moment, okay. like um, a real figure that we should be talking about and. Uh, if you don't know her, then you should know her, and you should go look m- more up on her. If you look don't know more her. up, okay, let's go look more up. Look what's more, her name? look more up. I said, yeah, well, let's, what's her name? What's her English. name? Jenny, Sally. What's her name? Karen, Sylvia, Rivera. 
Zay. I don't know how to. I, I'm using my R's and my A's. I'm like, do I put an apostrophe? Sylvia Rivera. Sylvia Rivera was one of the mothers of Stonewall um, and the Black Gay Pride Revolution that we hold so true and honest and spend thousands of dollars and lose pounds every time that Pride Take your water pill. And fuck your friend's boyfriend every time. Um, it but, was a mistake. Like this friendship. Bitch, get out of my house. So you've been there before. <laughs> Sounds very personal to you. I have a testimony too. Yeah. The little Latin boy and drag ain't the only one. Okay. Uh, but she is the mother of, of that revolution that gave us pride. And though... Uh, I was going to say... Something more politically correct, but though white people frame it as um, something else, um, the Black Pride Revolution began be- began with a white woman and a Latina woman, and I know that we talk about Marsha P. Johnson often, and her story is very popular and well known, but the story of Sylvia Rivera is also important. Um, so, oftentimes in the fight. We forget that there are Latina drag women and women in the trans experience that are also in lockstep and right next to us, hand in hand in the same fight for equal rights and protections and the ability to just be out at a bar drinking and having fun. And Sylvia Rivera was one of those girls. Um, In 1969, Sylvia was on the front line of our movement for visibility and equality. Uh, One of her famous quotes, because she's had many. Again, when you look up Sylvia Rivera, you will find many things that she has said because she has said many things and many great things. But one of them is, quote, we are Stonewall girls and we wear our hair in curls. (laughs) <laughs> inform the people inform the people inform the people because again people didn't understand like that trans women were women at the time and looking at her or looking at Marsha P. Johnson at the time people were calling them drag queens because mm-hmm. there was no other term terms to call them, though that they lived their lives as women, it, it was not fathomable, um, and it wasn't really a term. So they were called drag queens, but they were yeah. wanted to be under this women. And they like were trans RuPaul women. RuPaul is trying to tell y'all now. No. Living as a woman mm, and being Please don't bring queen. RuPaul into this discussion, because just... RuPaul is not a part. Mm, no. <laughs> RuPaul is on the opposite end of this discussion. Let's stick to Sylvia Rivera for now. All right. Sylvia, get your flowers. <clears throat> I'm trying to be bringing other girls' flowers later. <laughs> hmm. Damn it, man! I, I wanted to have a positive moment. <laughs> uh, that's why I did. That's why I did it. Sabotage me. Mother of the moment and mother of the movement. Mother of the peers, because she also. Uh, there wouldn't have been a place for RuPaul to go to if Sylvia Rivera. No, we yes, that's correct. But um, at, at a point in Sylvia Rivera's career, 
um, in social justice, she went and lived at the piers mm-hmm. in New York City, where a lot of um, gay, black, and Latina Latino uh, people lived mm-hmm. because they had nowhere else to live. And, and so she wanted to be a part. She cold. wanted to be a part. Uh, yeah, it was right on right on the water. Yeah. Cold, hot, throughout. Mm-hmm. They didn't. It wasn't just one year. It wasn't, it wasn't just pretty. one season. So uh, she was mother of the peers. Um, she was the most notable for a long time. Uh, camera crews would follow her to see uh, the makeshift tents that they made along the piers so that they could um, sleep at night and things like that. So she was mother of the peers, mother of the movement, and should not be forgotten. Um, our black history, black gay history for this week and last week of Black History Month because next week it won't be Black History yeah. Month again is Sylvia Rivera if you don't know who Sylvia Rivera is please Google her please look at some videos please click Google images too when you go to the Googler yeah um, live in the fantasy absolutely um, what she's done for uh, people like us is highly important and should not be forgotten uh, and definitely study uh, things that she said if you have no idea of anything she, that she said before because literally she talked about some of the same things that Bernie Sanders is running on as president in the 70s. It's the the very same things she was already saying in the 70s. Sylvia Rivera. Um, support for this ghetto-ass podcast Get comes... Up. From a couple of awesome donors and from you beautiful people listening right, right now. Um, if you would like to see this podcast singer, continue... Okay. <laughs> um, if you would like to see this podcast continue, please get over to our Patreon right now. We have just released uh, new content... Tribute to Beyonce. ...that... You can only hear overall on our Patreon. You will never hear anywhere else. It will never be leaked anywhere else. Don't believe them hoes that told you that they listened and they didn't. You have to get over to our Patreon right now. And for $1 a month, you can support this podcast and support the black gay podcast that you listen to every week. Um, if you don't got a dollar, the least you can do is make sure that you share this episode with your social media communities and make sure that you comment, like, and subscribe. And take us in your comments. Mm. Mm. Like Some of y'all have been tagging me and I'm like, <laughs> so do you want to fight or? And you always go to that. I'm like, what are you talking about? Because they do want to fight. Oh my God, here we go. They do. They do. Because they know when they say. And so I guess somebody was gonna pull Thank up again you guys because they so know that much for your support they know that that's just gotta rise out of me. Cool. I'm like, why? And you just gave them a whole thing. You look like Bloomberg right now. First off, if I was Bloomberg, <laughs> I would have kneecapped every bitch on that goddamn stage and said, "Well, bitch, I got sixty billion dollars. Sue me." But that's a different story. Tapping topics. <clears throat> Our affirmation this week. Oh, here we go. Because you don't never know where we at. I never know. Apparently, 145 episodes in, you still don't know where we at. It's on the it's on it's on here. Mm. Mm. Um, our affirmation this week is the grass is greener where you water it. Um, 
oftentimes people believe the old adage and saying about uh, the grass is greener on the other side and um, build pipe dreams around. Oh, well, you know, it's not where I want it to be right now. And so, you know, if I just go over here and do that, if I go to Planet Fitness tomorrow, I'm going to be skinny. Mm. The grass <laughs> is greener where you water it. So mm-hmm. what you put into it, you will get out of it. What are you saying? Okay. I get what How you're saying. It? The playing the fitness example was left for me. But okay, I gotta stay atten- I gotta stay attuned. I stay attention. Stay in tune. That's not Look, words. English. But the Planet Fitness comparison is exactly what I'm talking about. Is people If will- I go to Planet Fitness every day will I get skinny? No. Why won't get skinny? It's, uh, it's about what you put into it. And that's the affirmation that I'm talking about. Okay. If you just go to Planet Fitness and eat the pizza and then leave, <laughs> then no, you're not going to fucking get skinny. And go to the sauna. No. And it, 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 it depends on what you do in the sauna as well. Because in some of these Planet Fitness, there's plenty of things that people be doing in the and sauna. And Boosie know about that as well. <laughs> was he? I don't even think he was in a Planet Fitness. I think he was in a hotel, <laughs> uh, jacuzzi, and his ass was out the water and doing... I was, what? There is a lot going on. I'm sticking to the affirmation right now. Um, Woo! This week's the, episode of Your Boy Podcast. The grass could be your personal or romantic relations, but if you aren't making any investments, why would you expect to reap anything from it? Um, and so I say that to affirm people that you can... Um, get skinny or get muscular at the gym or you can be in good friendships or good relationships but it's about the water the investment that you put into those things to reap the benefits of your investment you can't expect investments without um, you can't expect benefits without putting an investment into them so uh, that is our affirmation this week okay Last week, we dragged Wendy Williams on her comments on men should not be wearing skirts and heels. This week, I will continue the dragging of her one-dimensional, backwards-thinking ass again, unfortunately. Um, I noticed that there was not as much of a backlash um, in the past few days of the things that she said that we're going to talk about. Um, But I think that we're normalizing her being problematic. We're normalizing her chasing ratings. And I say that as someone that watches her. And I kind of wish that there was something else that I could watch. Cause I I just I really want to just click off Wendy Williams at this point because I don't think that things that she's saying isn't part of a strategy. I think she's doing this to like get people to click, get people to tune in because maybe there's nothing else going on that she can talk about, and she's like, well, let me call some drama. I say all that to say. Um, Wendy Williams stripes are still showing and it haven't it hasn't changed regardless of her fake 
tear-filled apology that she put on Instagram. Um, in the story about Kim Kardashian's uh, butt line, if you don't know about that, you can also look that up. Kim Kardashian has a butt line coming out where you can just basically put on a butt, like stockings, and when you put your pants on or your skirt or whatever, it looks like you got a big old fat ass Kim Kardashian ass under your skirt or pants. Um, when she was presenting the story, uh, Wendy Williams asked her audience to clap if they would get said Kim Kardashian ass that you can put in your clothes. And it was like three women clapped and one man clapped. <clears throat> After the one man clapped, um, perceivably he was a gay black man. I don't know his story. I, I don't know his business, but from the outside looking in, it looked like he was a gay man. Um, she retorted in the same way that she did last week when when talking about Galentine's Day of what are you clapping for? You should be clapping. This is not for you. So she did not learn the lesson that she got all of the backlash for in talking about men in, in skirts and heels and shit like that and then uh, putting this fake-ass apology on Instagram and Twitter and not on her show. Um, and then doing the exact same thing the week following in in slapping back the criti- the the clapping of this one black man in her audience that was like, yeah, I'll wear a Kim Kardashian fake ass. Because why not? Kim Kardashian is selling it and she ain't just selling it to women. Um, and so I'm not saying Wendy Williams should be canceled, but I'm just saying Wendy Williams should be watched. And not watched in a mindless way. Because I think that the way she's moving is um, intentional. Um, for these two interactions to happen, like in the la- in the same two weeks, and for her to be pretending to be apologetic, and then doing the same thing again in the following week. I see you. I see you, bitch. Um, definitely last week was a sore spot for me. Um, I was supposed to research. I know that she does two shows on Thursdays and the Thursday show airs on Friday. So I couldn't, I was supposed to go do my research on if when she said the episode that was offensive to the LGBT community, um, she recorded that at like 3 p.m. on Thursday before she left because it looked as if she wouldn't get a chance to respond to it on her show. The timeline, the timeline of events in my mind, was very... I need to go back and look at that. Because I know she couldn't have apologized for it on Friday's show if it happened on Thursday. Because, mm-hmm. But I also think that that's why she pushed it to social media um, on on her platforms because she knew that she needed to get a response out to it. But I couldn't remember when, if it was Thursday's show or Friday's show. I couldn't remember. So I don't have... I can't comment on that until I'm, I go look at... Do my research. I like to be research based with my responses sometimes and so 
Um, but for the guy buying the Kardashian, but mm, I don't have no commentary on that. Oh, but then I don't want to look like Candy when Portia be like, Portia be like, mm, Candy don't get no answer because she something. And then Candy was like, well, I don't have a response because I don't give a fuck. So it's not that I don't give a fuck, but, mm, but if you don't have no, I don't have a response. <coughs> I don't have a response right now. I don't have a response right now. I don't have a response right now. So even if I was just breaking the news to you right now, okay, it should be an easy line to see. In your see. view, Sarah. First off, my father. You are was, my father was also. You have a view, Sarah, and I have a view, Sarah. My father was also a Vietnam. <laughs> no, actually, my father was. My grandfather was. My grandfather was a Vietnam yeah. veteran, but that's not here nor there. But. Which should be an easy sell. It's not an easy it's sell. Not, I'm not, it's not, 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 not sell, but let's just say you didn't even see this episode. And I, I know you did. I feel like you've seen all these episodes. I saw it in passing. I was doing something else while it was on. And like many other gays, the gay that worked with her, uh, Norman. Okay. And Norman, I think Norman got good booty. I think I said that to you before. I'm not sure if I said this <laughs> episode or not. Okay. Normally, like, he got good booty. Okay. Um, it's enabling her. I really watched it in. Pa- I really watched. But that's it what I'm pa- saying. I didn't but- hear the. I didn't hear the comment. I I had the episode on while I was doing something in Photoshop, and Photoshop was had more of my attention than Wendy Williams did. It was Baker on us that day, and that's why I like. I can't have a comment because I I didn't I didn't watch it wholly. But that's why I also said I got to go back and research. When she made the comment and why she, uh, but I'm saying like, I can't give a comment until I do my research. I got to do my research. Well, hopefully, Ron Maris is going to do his, <laughs> do do his research re- before the next episode of Here for a Podcast. But I, I, if that's true, I trust your opinion. I trust your view on it. But I got to do my research before I start talking about it because I want to make sure I'm, I'm right. Well, in I'm, my view, in my view, I want to be right to me. I went down a whole rabbit hole of other things that I wanted to discuss on that, but since you are unprepared, we but won't. yeah, you should still get those things. <clears throat> um, Woody Williams is surrounded by enablers, yes. and some of them are even gay. True, as well, and that is a problem because some of the things that she says is antithetical to the people that work for her and she thinks it's cute she has a whole team of uh black gay men black and latino gay men that make it possible for her to be on tv and look the way that she does sometimes it's questionable um and don't realize that she's holding the views that are also keeping us back that are also keeping us marginalized um so again i won't even go down that rabbit hole right now because uh, we can't but I what what I will go down is um, no because we were already on the topic of Kim Kardashian oh <clears throat> uh-huh yeah, it's it's low-hanging fruit but Girl. low-hanging fruit gets it sometimes okay so I don't know if you have you seen this picture Oh yeah 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 Okay She refuses to be a white woman Refuses to be a white woman That's where we're going <laughs> She refuses to be a white woman Kim Kardashian is coming out with a body makeup line uh, And it is in line with the current body makeup that she wears all day every day all the time In every photo shoot sometimes it's darker sometimes it's lighter And sometimes it's blacker 
Uh, I really thought that like her family was brown. No, because the first time that I, it happened on this podcast, when I was like, "But they're Armenian, they're brown," and you were like, "No, Armenian means white," and I was like, oh, "They're not black, they're not brown." No, Armenian is actually white because she's always looked Caucasian. She's always wore this tan or caucus, body tan or from the Caucasus Mountains <laughs> is where the Kardashian family. I didn't know that. I really thought that she was like a brown woman. Kim Kardashian. I really thought like Armenia was like somewhere next to Iran. Maybe they they were just more. Because they do talk about the Armenian genocide on Keeping Up With The Kardashians. I was like, I don't know what the Armenian genocide is, but it sounded like a lot of brown people died. And then I was like, oh, a bunch of white people died. I'm not going to compare them to other things. But I was like, wow, a lot of white people died? I didn't know. That's why I listened to Here For It podcast. Bye, pumpkin. <laughs> Bye, pumpkin. I look better than you making your exit right now. Bye, pumpkin. Bye, pumpkin. You're going to have to get out of here with that. Um, I really didn't know. And Kim Kardashian's also going to have to get out of here with this body. This body makeup. makeup. No. Mm-mm. Uh, she, we, no, we what was her caption? She was like, I get so tired of looking like this or something. She said, what she say? The caption reads, KKW Beauty, body makeup is perfect for hands because my hands are always pale and our formula is <laughs> because you're white that's why they're pale you're white <laughs> and our formula is waterproof so you can wash your hands <laughs> of this foolery <laughs> we use the color light slash medium <laughs> so it's light we make it so she wants to be light skin she don't even want to be black black she just want to be light skin black. light medium <laughs> she wants to be like me. I really thought Kim, Kim Kardashian wants to be me so bad. I, Look at that. Look at that. She even into the social justice like we have to be because we black. This podcast is, exists because we try to be a social. She's justice. trying to be black like, like this, this. <laughs> not like this. No, she's trying to be black like this. No, like no, no. This. I'm talking about my hand, not yours. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Colorism. <laughs> We both black men. What is going on? She ain't trying to be black like you, though. She's trying to be black like Light medium. Okay. She picked the color. That's, those are her words. She wants to be this color of black, not that color of black. No shade. Because I love, I love chocolate. But she's not trying to be chocolate. She's trying to be mocha. Bye. This not your season. This ain't your season, girl. Apparently, it is her it season. It ain't the season for mocha. Move. Wait a minute. Huh? Okay, I'm gonna move along because <laughs> we're not here for it. And just we're not. Bottom line, bottom of the hand, top of the hand, or whichever it. hand. <laughs> pick a pick a pick a wall boot. Okay, get your ass in line. Um, you missed the mark. She used to do her. We missed the mark. Um, email. Who is she selling this to? Like other white People women? They want missing be- the mark. Girl, you're missing the mark. Your hands are pale because they're supposed to be. Biological girl. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I hate for this to be a negative episode, but apparently, it's <laughs> just going down that road. Apparently, I'm sorry. Apparently, I love it. Was that St. Louis? That gave me. That uh-huh. was a St. Louis accent. Apparently, apparently, um, Disney Plus uh, wants the smoke. Um, Love Simon was oh. a mm, yep. 
Love Simon was a movie that came out a couple of years ago, and now they have adapted a TV show about Love Simon. Um, it surrounds uh, gay characters. We know what Love Simon is, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. If you don't know who lo- what Love Simon is, go watch, watch Love the Simon. trailer on YouTube. Yep. So now they have adapted the movie into a. Uh, TV series. Oh, okay. And the TV series was originally supposed to be airing on Disney Plus. Uh, Disney Plus is the streaming platform that Disney has for all of its content that's not going to nobody's movies or TV screens right now. Disney Plus said, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's going to be a no. It's going to be a no from me. It's going to be a no. Um, the reasons that the Disney- audio bars, went- <laughs> <laughs> you might have to put your hair, your, your headphones in if you ever turn them down a little bit. Uh, Disney felt many issues explored on the show, hmm. mm. including alcohol use and sexual exploration, would not fit in with the family friendly content on Disney Plus. <clears throat> Love Simon will uh, be airing on Hulu instead because Hulu got everything else. But the problem that I have and the drag that I have is for Disney Plus. So did Love Simon come out under Disney? How did Disney Plus even get associated? They acquired What's the original. The, they acquired the TV, the 20th century, Ser- century right, Fox right. or something maybe. Okay, Focus features. So they acquired a lot of shit. No. So, without getting into the weeds of movie business, um, the movie is separate. The movie came out uh, 2018, I believe. Maybe early 2019. But anyway, um, the movie came out. They decided they wanted to adapt the movie and continue the story and do a TV series. Mm-hmm. They shopped the TV series around to different networks. Disney Plus picked up the TV series because Love, Simon was a big hit for white gays. Mm-hmm. And then once they started looking at the TV series, they were like, "Ooh, mm, we greenlit this." We exactly that's what that's what that's what I'm saying. They did we lit. read the script, <clears throat> or we just looked at the box office numbers? That, that's where we're at. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then they start seeing um, gay boys kissing and shit like that. They're like, "Ooh, yeah, mm, love Simon." We can't put this on Disney because kids watch Disney. Kids can't see gay people kissing. Oh my god! And just last week we praised Disney because they got the black gay and brown folks kissing down to the Marvel, but the black and that's a movie. That's different. That's not coming to the Disney streaming service. Trust me. Um. <clears throat> so they said no, ma'am. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am. They said no, ma'am. No, ma'am. No. That- no, no, no eggs, no bacon, no pancakes, no sausage, nothing, no girl. nothing. Girl. The buffet is closed. It can't be over here. Um, so they said, "No, ma'am." I would have been with this if it was. Ain't the new Beauty and the Beast on Disney Plus? Let me get there. Oh, I am, okay. I am, oh, I am, I'm, there's a gay. I'm marching. Gay I'm marching. Okay, I'm well, marching to oh, that story. My fat ass up, and I do have a fat ass, y'all. It's it's really big. <laughs> As long as I believe. As long as I believe. Well, that's also a Disney story. <laughs> uh, if we're talking about content on Disney Plus, how are we missing the quote unquote classics like 
Snow White and Cinderella and the crimes that were happening to women in those movies. How are we missing those? Mm. And then saying that that's okay for for kids to see, but seeing two gay people kiss, ooh, girl, that's too wrong. How, if you know the Cinderella story, if you know the Snow White story, how is it okay to uh, kiss a woman without her permission or to drug a woman or have a woman as an indentured slave? Those things are okay for kids? Help me. Help me understand. Uh, the the biggest one is how is Pocahontas not too adult for the same kids that it would be too adult for them to see two men kiss? Especially the revisionist po- history in Pocahontas. <laughs> I'm, I'm, let me get one foot in front okay. of the next one. Okay, come on, come on, come on. From genocide <laughs> to statutory rape, if you know the real story of Pocahontas, Pocahontas was really 10 years old. So let's talk about that story. Talk about it, bitch. If we really want to talk about stories. Uh, to forced marriage to a white savior on Native American lands how are those stories okay and good enough for kids but two gay men kissing oh girl a bridge too far huh I don't know my kids can't watch it on Disney Plus the adult settings not gonna cause there's no adult settings on Disney Plus I, I really just want these companies to reconcile what they feel like is okay for kids and say what you mean because it's obvious when you say things are not okay for kids you're talking about just gay shit because when it's heteronormative bullshit that includes genocide, statutory rape uh, forced marriage, um, uh, white savior complexes, white people killing a whole bunch of people to get land, drugging women, um, kissing women without their permission, all of those things that are in these Disney classics, we ain't got no problem. Leave that shit up there on Disney Plus because get uh, you know that's not gonna influence kids. But seeing two men kiss, that's gonna influence them. They're gonna want to have to kiss another boy. Get the fuck out of here. We're not here for it. Are you dating Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't crack it. Don't crack it. Because it pisses me off. Like, it's so obvious. Like, don't tell me that things aren't good enough for kids to view when you got all this other bullshit that kids can view. But this is just wholesome white-ass entertainment. Look like um, mm-hmm. Hannah is- Montana. But the only difference is, is two boys kissing. Ooh, the kids can't see this. Okay. Help me. I don't want to use the quote from Kaya, but mm. next case. <clears throat> <laughs> Moving on. Rick James has rape accusations currently. Bye. Rick James' estate is valued at $35 million. Toya said, he touched me back in 73. I would like $50 million. Ma'am, I know I'm bad at math, but you hired a lawyer, ma'am, to file a formal complaint. And his estate is worth $35 million. And you want to sue for 50 And you hired a lawyer? Don't pay that lawyer, because that lawyer is bad at math, too. <laughs> I don't know what is going on on the order. How are you going to say, I mean, how long Rick James been dead? 
Not saying that your story is not valid. Yo, yes, your story may be valid. Always believe victims. Alleged victims. <sighs> Girl, this don't add up. You can't get no money they ain't got. So is suing him for this worth your time and your lawyer costs? Okay, sorry. That is the next case. Uh, I'm going to move on. I'm going to uh, let that ride like that. <laughs> uh, Indiana, uh, Indiana woman has been killed after blackmailing um, a closeted gay man. Um, this Talk story... I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to. We need here for a podcast for this. Um, this story captivated me because... I'm on the wrong... I'm on... Huh? Because I, <laughs> I want to say it, but I, I feel like I, I, I can't. You got a podcast. I do. Um, <clears throat> I'm here for this story. There we go. I'm just going to say that. I'm here for this story. Oh. So. You can't say stuff like that. I, I, I was trying not to. I was trying not to. I would just be a devil's be... advocate. I would just be a devil's advocate. Come on. I'm here for so, this story. I'm here for it. She was. I, I feel guilty for being here for this story because. The woman has died. Lost her life. Lost her life. I feel guilty for being here for it. So I'm going to start there. I feel guilty. That's the extent. I just feel a little guilty, but I feel justified, correct, and validated. Um, This woman in Indianapolis um, attempted to uh, extort money from two closeted gay men as reported on newnownext.com you can go find the story there uh, reported by Brandon Voss <clears throat> her name was Jane Wafield. she's a 40 year old woman so if I have to take a praise break anywhere here's the deal you are 40 years old why are you playing these fucking 19 year old woman games 40 years old. That's a young woman game at 19 years old. (laughs) She's a young woman at 19 and 40. You got a cornbread recipe. (laughs) So. uh, Oh, girl. The length of crash. Somebody somebody know that I'm reporting. Somebody know I'm reporting on news. She was um, at this guy's house and they had a sexual relationship in previous encounters. I think the. The note was that um, mm-hmm. he performed oral sex on her one time in mm-hmm. history. They were kind of interested in, in each other in a oral transaction, as the Brexit family values said. Uh, oral transaction happened. He, so then she was over his house like in recent weeks, and then she left her phone at his house. So she had went to a payphone or a gas station or somewhere. And she was trying to call him, but he wasn't answering. So she said, well, bitch, I need my phone, so I'm just going to go back to the house. So she goes back to the house to get her phone and the door was unlocked. So she just went on in and she was like, um, hey, Trey, 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 hello. I just came back to get my phone. And then so she walked in the house and she saw him um, hitting somebody from the back. Butt sex. (laughs) She called it butt sex. And so she said, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? If y'all don't want me to tell anybody about this, you need to give me $5,000 within one hour. 
So I guess that didn't happen because what we did see was no, it didn't happen. <laughs> what we did see was her on Facebook Live saying, "Bitch, I got a sword for y'all. I'm wait till a few more of y'all get in. You know how they do it on the live. You got to wait till a few more people get in the room. You don't just want it to be three people hearing your story. So she waited until all these people came into. Maybe she was popular. I don't know what, what no, her she was not. professional work was or why she felt like she had a fan base to go live on Instagram. I mean, on Facebook Live. So. Because anybody can do it. Okay, yeah, justice for all. So, she went on Facebook Live and exposed this guy, and she confessed that she had saw him having butt sex. And she can't believe that he let him eat her pussy. And now... Years ago. Not even recently. Yeah. Years ago. And he had to eat her pussy, but now she saw him having butt sex hitting somebody from the back. And she wanted all of Facebook to know. And so within a couple hours, I want to say, I think it was a couple hours after that Facebook Live event. Her quote, her direct quote was, they tried to kill me. They chased me out the house, she said during the live stream. Oh. If I die, let them people know that they killed me. So that's also part of her live stream. So she was already knowing that these niggas was about it. Retaliation. Uh, About it. So my issue is. That's what I'm saying. Who are you trying to blackmail? <laughs> if you're trying to blackmail niggas that don't give a fuck about nothing and they don't care about going to jail, what are you doing? They will kill you. And they killed her. She was at a red light. Got shot. According to the report. And shots rung out. I think. And then her car crashed into a ditch or something like that. She was uh, allegedly speeding into something because that means like her foot was on the pedal and then uh-huh. she couldn't control the car no more. After she got shot. Uh, And maybe it was her trying to get away also. And when the people got to the car, they saw that she was shot in the head. Yeah, she got shot before the crash. um, And died at the scene. So, uh, I'm going to come back around to my original statement. But the other person (coughs) here got shot who used to expose those DL guys. Mm -hmm. Because there was was one of us who used to expose DL dudes. And he got shot as well. But then the conversation was around, well, if you're dealing with down low men, you, you're accepting the terms and conditions. And did you read all of it? No, but you accepted it. So why are you doing that? In her case, she didn't know she was dealing with the down low man, but she also... But it also wasn't her she business. Also threw on, she also threw on some terms and conditions. I need $5,000 in one hour if you don't want nobody to hear about this. Girl, go away from me. Go away from, you just being dramatic right now. I could perceive me saying, girl, you're being dramatic about this right now. I know you still have feelings for me. But calm down and let's talk about this tomorrow, later, some point in the future. But I guess she was serious about her terms and conditions. And they had alternative terms and conditions that they would like to submit to the court. <laughs> so well, they submitted them. <laughs> and she out of here. Uh... <laughs> And you can't play games like that with people in their lives. Uh, but that's why you're not here for it, because she she threw some threats, and then the girl's like, "Well, girl, we got threats too." Is that why? No, I just feel that like sound like street. She's forty years. She was forty years forty years old, and I hopefully it's a lesson to anybody else in that same age range. Do not be playing these nineteen year old girl games like. 
Oh, put this on live. I'm getting on live. Like that's. I'm gonna wait till y'all get it. So that was a very calculated and malicious. Yes. You wanted to make sure people knew it and saw it. And the extortion of asking or demanding five thousand dollars. You are forty years old, ma'am. You got grandkids. You were forty years old, ma'am. You should have more important things going on. Hopefully, you do. Than to be outing someone for having sex. That's not with you. Also, someone that has not even been having sex with you. This is not your boyfriend. Yeah. This is not your husband. Uh, this is not your jump off, your man, your Valentine's probably either. He wasn't even your Valentine's. Because if he ate your pussy two years ago and he not even eating your pussy no more, he ain't your Valentine's. Why is this your business? It ain't. That is this weekend. Oh, okay. um, I just don't like that. I just don't like that. The extortion part of it. Okay, so she found out a, a former partner was down low. Allegedly down low. Partner cool. is a stretch. Partner is a stretch. And a sexual. They had a sexual encounter. If I. You can still get herpes from it. If you get herpes, it counts. My rule is if you get herpes, it counts. Because people have a herpes simplex one on their lip. And you can get herpes simplex two down here because he'd put his lip on your thing. So somebody that ate your booty out two years ago, I didn't get. I they, didn't get herpes simplex one from the oral encounter, but it still counts. If you can get herpes, it counts. It counts. That's not the question I'm asking. Okay. So somebody that ate your booty two years ago, you walk in on them. Find out he about him, oh and you God. find out he. Oh, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> I am calling Anthony Superman as soon as I get out of here. I'm not going to store him for $5,000, though. One, <laughs> wait a minute, hold on. You made that, that's about to be an alleged story. That's not real at all. <laughs> um, Jerome, I'm going to give him a cool. fake name because I'm. Gerard. Know it, um, uh, with apostrophe. Gerard sounds, Gerard sounds too masculine <laughs> for the nigga that I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> Jerome. AJ Booty out two years ago. Cool. <clears throat> And now you find out he a bottom. Cool. Do you need to get on social media to tell I'm social wait, media bitch, that he I'm a bottom? To, I'm waiting on more people get him. You don't. Him. You don't do what that. Is, how? You is don't that, do how? That. You don't do that. What is the licensing? How are you licensed <laughs> to do this? You not. It's it's okay. It's okay that she has her story. This just happened. Put to it her. in a book. This just happened to her. In the words of Alicia Keys, put it in a love song. <laughs> Okay, that man was oh, or in the video that we ain't that man was see. some with somebody else. Okay, so um, I uh, just the threat the threats is what gets me. You can't make threats at people. What they say, you can't be you can't throw shade at somebody then tell them how to throw shade. Get back. mad at it, get mad get back mad back. It. You can't do you can't do that, and that's why I hate that. I really hate that she lost her life behind this, but you can't be doing that. You, ma'am. And I hope other people are listening and learn. You can't be doing that. Just don't do that. Just don't be making threats at people. Hashtag execute Ed Buck. Please. Uh, I don't have to beleaguer that point anymore. Y'all been listening long enough. Y'all know he in jail currently. Uh, He ain't going to be in court until August. But if he dies before then, I'm not going to be sad. Okay, I got a lot of reading to do. So this week we're going to the OBGYN. There was a tweet that had started to go viral today. Um, 
that reads, my OBGYN just said, if I want my tubes tied electively, then my husband's signature is also required on the release form. I asked her if that was a law, and she said it's not, but it's their policy. Mm -hmm. My face has been stuck like this for 15 minutes. I'm Mm -hmm. fucking pissed. And she added a picture of her looking at the camera like, is you serious? Is you serious? Isn't she also in um, a state where there's not many OBGYNs? And she Mississippi? Oh, I didn't or... get that far. She's in Mississippi, I believe. So then I started thinking about like, oh my gosh, I wonder how many other... Because it was starting to go get retweets and things. I'm, like, I'm sure there's some quote tweets about policing women's bodies. I definitely feel like when us as black gay men go to the doctor, our bodies are policed all the time. They're telling us that um, are we sure we we want to have sex with gay other men? Um, are we the receptive partner or are we the penetrative partner in the the shade that comes along with that? And us going to our uh, well, women going to their OBGYN, not me going to mine. <laughs> women going to their OBGYN. I'm supposed to feel comfortable coming to my doctor, telling my doctor my situation, and my doctor giving me medical advice. A doctor can say, like, well, girl, I'm not going to say you can't do this, but, girl, I don't know if I'm the one to do it um, because I don't understand. And that's fine. Refer me to someone who does. But this next story says, um, my ob... Uh, Where's the one? I got so many stories. Hmm. Uh, Well, I'm just going to read the second one anyway. It says, my OBGYN denied me a hysterectomy for my endometriosis on the basis that I may want children with a man in the future. My wife was sitting right next to me. That is not unusual, girl. That's what it's like for us women. She had quote tweeted the previous girl, and she was saying, well, as a lesbian woman, I was sitting with my wife at my OBGYN, and I wanted a hysterectomy for my endometriosis. Mm -hmm. And there was another doctor who commented, well, you don't really need a hysterectomy for endometriosis. But for your doctor to not respond with a medical indication instead of responding to... Your wife sitting right there, that is um, kind of disrespectful. But I know that some women would just rather go and get it, get the, take the whole thing out, ma'am. It hurt. Take it out, it hurt. Yeah. Um, the third story. And valid, because girl, it's <laughs> fucking with my whole life. Um, the, and I'm not going to use the shit no more. Oh. No, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just well, saying, like, yeah. I have an aunt that was in the same predicament of, <clears throat> um, she had endometriosis. She already already had before the endometriosis. She already had had her kids and had. Um, I guess it hurt. What is endometriosis? The separation uh, between the uterus walls, and so it hurts. It's like really, really painful. things are tearing apart. Right. Okay. Very painful cramps that happens um, sporadically throughout women's cycles. Okay. Um, but so my aunt had already had. Um, like five miscarriages um, throughout the time period that she had my two cousins. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I feel like I'm giving her HIPAA information. <laughs> uh, y'all don't know her. Anyway, um, had the kids, was good, wasn't going to have no more kids, um, and wanted to get rid of this whole goddamn uterus situation that was going Please. on. <laughs> she was having the endo- endometriosis. Going in and out of menopause at like forty in her early forties, mm-hmm. and was like, "Okay, I'm sick of it. 
Get the shit out. Because if I'm going to do the menopause, I would like the next year to be trash and I could be done. But going in and out of menopause, I got to start over. No, I'm not starting menopause over for the fourth time. Yeah, imagine being, <laughs> I'm thinking that you're in menopause and then your pussy bleed next month. I, I know. That's not how this works. I'm so, supposed to be done. So, yeah, she was in the, the same predicament, but thankfully she had a, a good OBGYN. So, said, her hysterectomy was perceived to be... Yeah. The reason why she needed to go ahead and get a hysterectomy for her endometriosis. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. The third story says, I had a tubal pregnancy in 2009. I asked if I could have the other tube tied or removed to prevent it from happening again. I'm assuming, pause. A tubal pregnancy means the baby formed in the tube but didn't move into the whole sack, I guess. It got stuck in the tube. And so they have to cut the tube in order to take the baby out. And then after they cut the tube, they should they have to go and tie it. Mm-hmm. So then she, in 2000... They don't have to tie it. No. They, it's just a ligation, tubal ligation. Okay. So um, in 2009, when the other pregnancy got stuck in the tube, she said, well, hey, I guess they tied it. Because she said, hey, go ahead and tie the other one. She, her story Oh, says, well, no. People do get pregnant still with two tied tubes um she said i asked her if i could have the other tube tied or removed to prevent it from happening again my OBGYN said that i was too young parentheses 24 and also being unmarried it was a factor in why it was against her policy i had another ectopic pregnancy in 2014 so then she ended up having another unsuccessful pregnancy in her tube in 2014 in the other tube when she asked the doctor and five years ago, before that, to tie the other tube so she would have to go through that again. Because watching Toy Young Married to Medicine, it was very traumatizing for them to lose a baby. But she was she's married, she's got two little boys. So, Toy Young. on social studies or OBGYN news? Um, police and women's bodies at the doctor is okay. what we're discussing. Okay. I didn't, I'm trying to, yeah. I'm trying to come back to the, the main Yeah, topic. police and women's bodies at the OB. Uh, Police and women's bodies at the OBGYN, and going to, even going, by doctors, story, is wrong. Tell your doctor, tell your story to your doctor, and your doctor like, you're unmarried. <laughs> so, Find another one. You're you're in a you're in a same sex relationship. You might want to date a man when later in life. Girl, what? <laughs> Find another one. <clears throat> um, and and even in the the case of the woman that was in Mississippi, uh, and. We know that there are there's only one Planned Parenthood in the whole state. Yep. Um, and very limited abortion rights in the whole state, and even in the next day, and the next day after that, once you leave Mississippi. When it comes to your body and your rights, get on a plane and go somewhere else. Because if your state don't serve you, find somewhere, someone or somewhere that will serve you. Because... You ain't gonna just sit there in those circumstances. Why would you? Those people don't have to live at your house in your circumstances. They don't have to live with your pain in your circumstances. Fuck their thoughts. Their thoughts are based around uh, bullshit Christian ideology. Okay. <laughs> the last one says, after I had my second son at age 26. Ideology is where I was going, but I left it. After I had my second son, I was 26, and one of my tubes tied, my OBGYN said, don't you want a girl? (laughs) Don't you want a girl? Have a family over at your house. Do you have, 
Do you have enough um, uh, groceries and water uh, and, 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 and bills for another girl at your house? I don't have that at my house. I have enough for the one I got. The I got two. one. She I got, got one little baby. I'm talking. About, I'm, I'm oh. gonna talk about my story. Oh. I got one little baby at home right now, and I got enough money to feed him. I ain't got no money for no Pampers and shit. <laughs> he got to get trained to go shit outside. Don't be wondering what's going on and what need to be going on in my house. You worry about what's going on at your house and do your goddamn job at the office. That's it. <laughs> and that's this week in social studies. Um, yeah. Things going on at the OBGYN. Women's got it out here. And they're sharing their stories on Twitter. So I hope the OBGYN committee uh, have an emergency meeting and get these tweets deleted or something. Because women out here telling what's going on and giving their copay still. And still giving their copay. But what's going on in sexual health? This weekend. <laughs> This podcast is a mess. Thank y'all so much for listening to us. Um, we love y'all. Use um, hashtag here for it have when discussing the show on the internet so we can um, see y'all tweets if y'all don't tag us. But tag us. We want to we want to see the shade. We know it's a lot of it. This week in sexual health, um, I figured that we would discuss the difference between power bottoms Submissives. I'm going on break. What are you trying to do? Because you looking at me with that eye. Because you know it's like I'm just gonna get him riled up. Okay. This is the only. This is the only eye that I have. Cool story, bro. This is the only eye that I have. Uh, the difference between power bottoms, submissives, and casual bottoms. Power bottoms and submissive bottoms. Okay, I'm gonna let you tell me the difference. Sub- no. What? Okay. Said power bottoms, mm-hmm. submissive bottoms. What's the difference between power bottoms and submissive bottoms? Power. So, are you saying power bottoms are more dominant? Because you said submissive bottoms and power bottoms. So I don't know. Okay. What do you think? That's what I'm saying. I, is that where you're going? But I'm gonna listen. I don't get a choice. But come on, hit me. <laughs> Destiny Child. <laughs> come on. Um. <clears throat> So, I can only speak by the definitions of the internet and my perceived notions. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not uh, approaching this as sexual health, um, like concrete evidence, because all of these are perceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, it is perceived when some, someone is a casual bottom. It is perceived when someone is a submissive. It is perceived when someone is a power bottom. So I'm going to read definitions and work through them for sexual health because I think it's important in the category of bottoms because no bottom is equal to the other. True. Okay, look at that. Look at that. See? I'm just agreeing to keep the conversation going. Come on. I don't trust your ass. Why? So I'm going to start with a casual bottom. Casual bottoms are bottoms that will bottom casually. Meaning, I mean, I guess, or if he's the right type of guy, or, um, 
the mood strikes and you like, I mean, I guess I could take dick tonight. I only ate bacon earlier. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, you skipping lunch. You, you this around lunchtime. You're making a decision. Okay. That sounds like judgment. No, it sounds like me. Mm. Okay, so would you classify yourself as a, a casual bottom? I'm the, I gotta hear all of the categories. <laughs> okay, so that that is a textbook definition of someone that casually bottoms. That um, it is not their goal. It is not their. Um, it's not what they were pers- pursuing. Uh, but they will casually bottom. Mm-hmm. He been good lately. I'll give him some. Yeah. Yeah. For like ten minutes. Oh. Because a casual bottom ain't gonna do <laughs> oh. everything. There was a tweet today. It said, "When I nut, take it out of my butt." I said, "Put that on shirts and sell it." <laughs> I, honestly, you better put that on some shirts and sell it, young man. <laughs> When you get yours, take it out, sir. I'm not the type of girl. Well, he was not the type of girl. <laughs> You're about to say something. I was going to so say something embarrassing, but I'm not. Let's go to the next story. The next okay. Next, next case. Um, submissives. Submissives being different than casual bottoms. Um, submissives. Being inclined or ready to submit or yield to the authority of their superior, unresistingly or humbly obedient. Submissive servants is also somewhere in that in that definition. Um, so this being a category of person that takes thrill or excitement in Submitting to their partner mm-hmm. in the bottom capacity. Mm-hmm. So I think that these are the people that we see in porn that want to wear the ball gags in their mouth with the mask on, the cock cages, and their form of being um, gratified is by the top. Being gratified from what he's doing to them. I saw JD Blackstone, but okay. But JD Blackstone does that stuff sometimes. He JD Blackstone is probably a good example of someone that's submissive. He's mm. not a casual bottom. Mm. So again, if we are chopping these things up into three things, casual bottom. Oh shit, where my note go? <laughs> I don't know. Casual bottom, mm-hmm. submissive, um, and power bottom. Mm-hmm. Cash De Niro. I think Cash De Niro is versatile. I don't think. I Cash think he's growing into it, mm-hmm. especially this this new thing he's been doing for the last year. Things that I know about him, I think he's been versatile for a while. But the things that he's been popular for is obviously bottoming, and so that's what makes it looks like makes it look like he's just becoming versatile. But he's been versatile for. Yeah, a while. he also told us he was a singer, so. He sings. That doesn't mean. I don't know why you. You set me up to walk into these traps. Duh, it's a setup every time. <laughs> I think this colorful commentary. We have a podcast. We do. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it. I'm 
shit, I can't keep it if I'm reading every goddamn girl <laughs> that might listen to the goddamn shit. We and we love um Castanero. Castanero has won won awards on this podcast as yeah, well. He's that girl. We could joke about us. That stuff. sounds that still sounds bad. He's <laughs> he's that he's that man. <laughs> he's that bitch. You know, Lizzo made it popular. I say you're that bitch. I'm moving along. Um, <laughs> power bottom. Submissive. Oh okay. no, we already oh, we already did submissive. Oh, oh we did together. <laughs> no, you you mess. could never. I've been a mess. Okay, um, I'm trying to move along and get through sexual health so I can get to <laughs> other things in this goddamn pocket. Um, a power bottom tends to be in charge and feels most powerful when bottoming. Um, the one who bottoms is the one on the throne, to speak, taking the top. So, I think that this is different than someone that is submissive because someone that is submissive is more like a pillow princess, which has been a word of the day that we've talked about on this podcast. Um, but someone that is a power bottom, this means I have power. I yield my power in whatever way that I want. If I want to be the throw it back girl, if I want to be, I'm going to sit on you and you're not going to do nothing and I'm going to hold your hands to the headboard girl. Um, if I want to be the, ooh, I feel like you're about to nut, so I'm going to walk away and just let you feel like that. Girl, that is a power bottom. I feel like that is someone that gets off and is gratified by having the power in the situation to move the dynamic of whatever is going on in sex, which is mm-hmm. different than the submissive. The submissive doesn't want to have power. The submissive gets gratification off not having power. Mm-hmm. But the power bottom gets more gratification of I have the power to control what is going on in the situation right now What's going on with my ass and with your dick and with this situation. And when I want to flip the situation and I want it to be me riding you and me slapping you in your mouth and spitting you in your mouth and cussing and all of that, that's what it's going to be because I am in control right now. Or if I just Ooh, want you, you to... You laugh for this one. Okay, all right. You got you over here setting up date night. Set up date night later. You like being the power bottom, apparently. <laughs> One, that's not true. <laughs> Two, I'm engaged. If I don't you, know what that means. That means I did everything I was supposed to do right. <laughs> Here to get, we go. To get, to get my man. <laughs> so I'm I'm not telling nobody to do what I did. I'm just saying <laughs> that I did something right. You got a cyber whiz that like to cheat on you on the internet. And you got a cheater. And you get, but this man, he different. Come on, Tamar. But this one, he different. And he turned out to be the same nigga from Glenwood. <laughs> the same nigga. So you trying to sabotage my marriage? <laughs> I'm moving on. What? <laughs> How did you get that? What? That is this week in sexual health. The difference between power bottoms, submissives, uh, and casual bottoms. If you have listener questions, send them to anywhere you can find us on the internet, preferably 
hereforitpod at gmail.com. But um, anywhere you can find us on the internet, submit listener questions. What are you here for this week? Or what's the Do you have a, There you go. Oh, okay. oh, you I think that's the wrong. I'm looking at my. I had I said it before I picked up the iPad. I mm-hmm. picked up the iPad. I'm like, oh, that's the wrong part. Mm-hmm. So, Pretty Ricky mm-hmm. has a new song called The Body. Mm-hmm. This samples the LSG song from 01, 99. When did it come out? So um, LSG body and it was got flipped by Pretty Ricky and but the LSG one was also a sample from um oh that was a sample too yeah look at the Lord the blessed um, Nikki uh who does the the t- the radio shows Keith Sweat Keith Sweat Keith Sweat did the original body oh and then LSG did the other one. and it got flipped again look this patty gonna be well done okay and so is that bussy. Uh, because Pretty Ricky just submitted their um, updated Attempt. for the 2020. I like it. I like. I'm here for it. So it's definitely one of those songs. Back when the talent shows was going on in high school, all the boys would be hunching the floor, and the prince would be like, "Okay, this segment's cut short." <laughs> and we were like, "No, Mister Pr- Mister Principal, we really enjoy seeing Daquan hunch the floor." Um, definitely like towards the end of the club when you think LSG my body finna come on which is already a warning sign to uh, find the one you're gonna leave with tonight cause y'all gonna have to get out of here like 20 minutes um, like, you're gonna have to find the body <laughs> so it's definitely one of those like you just put it like towards the end of your mix CD people don't do that no more um, put the slow songs towards the end of your mix CD pretty Ricky body what are the lyrics Nobody knows. My body, body. So, um, but yeah, you should still listen to it and put it on your get that dick playlist. Used to have it. Re- the people be wanting my get that dick playlist. But what's your playlist called? Fucking. <laughs> Stated plain. It and no, it really is. <laughs> like if you really look it up on my title, it says it just says fucking. I think it's like sixteen songs. I'm not giving it to all y'all because y'all don't. Y'all gotta pay for that um, But it's like 16 songs of um, uh, Things that I would I do When I'm, I'm doing things. And when this song come on You know to do the Oh yeah The R2R2 so, oh, Damn I'm giving away too okay, much wait, Okay wow What's the song for your song? <laughs> so on my fucking playlist Like oh, I have songs okay. that I um, Do like oral to Like they're the, the first two to three songs and then I know after the third song has gone off, you done got enough oral girl. <laughs> <laughs> and so I can get to the song of putting it in and like you warming it up. And then by the time I get to the fifth song, I'm like, okay, I can smash now. And then I smash for like the next five songs. Cool story, bro. What's the song for your song? It's a song that I haven't smashed to yet. Uh, Rihanna's birthday was this past week, and so I felt like we should honor the queen because uh, she's. Oh, not- so you thought of it first? Did I not do last week? Okay, take credit. Come on. Because her birthday didn't happen yet. Yeah, I'm cool. Sorry, bro. And you were on time, and now I'm on time. Um, Happy belated, Rihanna. What day was it? What day was it? A day that the Lord has made. Okay. What's the song for your song? Uh, all right, that's what I thought. Um, Rihanna's birthday just passed, and I thought that the song for my soul should definitely be a Rihanna song to tribute the Queen because she's not going to tribute us with any albums <laughs> uh, anytime soon. That's me. 
find find the lie in there. Find oh, the lie. Oh, problematic. Okay. Get shirts made. Uh, got up in the club, posted in the back, feeling so good, looking so bad, rocking this skirt, rocking this club, got my middle finger up, and I really don't give a fuck. Rocking these diamonds, I'm rocking this chain. Make sure you get a picture. I'm rocking my fame. To be what you is, you gotta be what you are. The only thing I'm missing is a black guitar. I'm a rock star. Hey, baby. Huh? I'm a rock star. Big city, bright lights, sleep all day, up all night. Hey, baby. I'm a rock star. You said, and maybe you could convince Hope. Well, I don't give a fuck about Hope. I'm convinced. Uh, y'all should be convinced. Uh, Donald Trump should be convinced. Everyone should be convinced because uh, when she said that, I believed it. She is a full fucking rock star. Happy birthday, Rihanna. Uh, hopefully, we'll see something by the end of the year. Thank you so much. What are you here for this week? Um, I'll go first. Okay. So, is this real? Yes. <laughs> there is a billboard, a 2020 <laughs> census. I don't know why y'all want y'all want Detroit people to act up. Like Detroit people not gonna act up when we get the opportunity to act up. So give us the opportunity to act up. Cool. We'll act up. Go ahead. <laughs> That's a billboard. Go ahead. With cash on it, and it mm. says. The 2020 census is for everybody, period. And at the bottom, it says BeCountedDetroit.org. But the words count Detroit are a different color. I'm like, okay, that's cute. Uh, the cash doll, what a quote. The 2020 census is for everybody, period. I was like, you got to speak the language. It's a billboard now out here in the streets. You're driving down on your way to work, on your way to Coles, TJ Maxx. And there's a billboard that says the 2020 census is for everybody, period, with cash doll on it. Okay, target audience, all right. The messaging is right, okay. Um, it gives a very, um, a lo- it's a local ad, so bcountedetroit.org is a better website to link them to rather than um, census.us.gov forward slash 2020 census. They can't remember all that. So, I'm absolutely here for it. It is marketing genius from a marketing standpoint because Cash Doll is relatable. She's a hometown hero. And I'm absolutely here for it. Um, The second thing I'm not here for, um, Jason Lee from whatever their blog is he runs was down to the hot Mm, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. And I was like, you know, people are being so mean to him. I'm just going to click in and watch like the first 10 to 15 minutes. You know, this... I think he's brown. I think he's of Latinx heritage. I think. I'm not sure. Yeah, he's Puerto Rican. Um, and so I was like, you know what? People give this this brown gay man too much. I'm gonna just He gives himself too much. I'm just gonna watch it. And so he's like, Oh, you know, my show is um what you call it, in fifty two markets, you know, everybody listens to the Breakfast Club and we're like, Can they get another station please? What they call stri- uh Streaming? Uh it's when shows go get viral, um, syndicated. Okay. His show is syndicated in fifty two markets. What show and, is syndicated in uh, fifty two markets? Uh, hey, hey, hey! Yeah. I was like, I'm going to give him. I'm going to give him like a good 10, 15 minutes to make his point. 
And then so he said, you know, there's no other black queer man out here in hip hop. You talking about love and hip hop? Because he's on love and hip hop. It's not syndicated. It ain't been around. Okay, go ahead. So then they started saying, um, so you're here today to promote your book. And he was like, yeah, you know, because I used to say the word tranny and I still say the word tranny. Um, T.S. Medicine came on my show and she allowed me to say tranny and she would tell me that it wasn't cool, but she still allowed me to be myself and say the word tranny. And I was like, well, you know, T.S. Medicine is also in the, in the things right now. But then another comment um, he made was uh, regarding cancel culture. He said, cancel culture and me too, me too is the new HIV. Anybody can catch it and it's not fair. I'm like, okay, so here you go with another problematic. I was like, oh my god, I really want to like you, Jason Lee. I'm I'm here for like. Why did you want to like him? What what, I, what I about just, him? Want you? I just want I just want to. You know, I'm just always trying to be cheerful and hopeful, and maybe someone's getting a bad rap, and you're like, maybe just you know. This I'm is new to you that Jason to, Lee is trash. Okay, I was like, I'm trying to hold it. Where have you been? <laughs> and then so, then he was talking about how he was. Tricked by a woman who was. I told you to when we ma- saw Jason Lee in person <laughs> that he was trash. Oh, I knew it. I believed I, that, that that was my testimony then. Because I've I've seen him in past, and I was like, you know, I don't know. I just wanted to believe. I wanted to believe so bad that maybe Jason Lee was not trash. I just wanted to believe it. Okay. And then so after he got through trans- so this news has not made me a liar. Then after he I got through saying all this trash. trash stuff, and he was like. Oh, I have a new book coming out. It's about um, when I went through foster care and my brother was murdered and I got shot and I've been through so much in my life. And I was like, you know what? He just sat there and spewed hate for 20 minutes. And then he turned around and then wanted somebody to love and care about his story. And he wants you to buy this book. I'm not here for it. That's not, you can't lead with hate and then expect love. As you just said that, as you just said that, I'm like, I want to believe Jason Lee is great. I want to believe. Maybe you know he's grown from his previous. Co- he's still sitting here nope. making dumb comments. He's nope. still sitting here being dumb. <sighs> so Jason Lee, I really wanted to try it, but you denied it, and so I can't be here for it. I really wanted to be here for it. I wanted to at least have a, a inkling of a thought, a piece of a thought, but you just wouldn't let me Mm-mm. do it. So. I'm not here for it. Ain't ever gonna. But shout out to Cash Doll, cause everybody deserves to be counted. Period. (laughs) Back to Cash Doll. Back to brighter pastures. You really just should have just left it at the Cash Doll story. (laughs) You didn't even have to talk about it, Jason. But it's so stupid that. That's why it shouldn't have been reported on. Um, Cash Doll, (laughs) shout out. Um, You made some mistakes with Nicki Minaj, but what else? Um, but I think the marketing is important because some people in the area don't even know what the fuck census uh, is. Census is. Um, and if they see someone that is relatable on a billboard, that could help the overall mission of the census, and definitely help the mission of um, getting getting black more dollars representation for the black and dollars to districts uh, that need it. And so I'm absolutely here for that as well. <clears throat> um, what I'm not here for this week Surprise, surprise I'm not here for something uh, Kenya And Jocelyn from uh, Respective oh, Reality TV shows, shows. Okay. They're on, they're on, Well, Jocelyn on many, many shows 
Kenya's on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Jocelyn was on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, notably, and then seven other shows after that. Um, but they're being judged this week for being submissive to their husbands um, on different shows. Uh, Kenya Moore is on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Uh, that's not news to anybody. Jocelyn Hernandez is on um, Marriage, Boot Marriage, Camp. Marriage Boot Camp. And on both shows, both women who are known to be very, very strong, opinionated women are being very submissive to their husbands. Very submissive to the point of, like, Jocelyn was, like, at her husband's feet, kissing her her husband's feet this week. And then Kenya just shutting the fuck up and just saying, yes, sir, basically. Um, both of them are being judged in social media for being submissive to their husbands uh, by people that don't understand that you can be submissive in marriage, but not to your friends and everyone else that's not in your marriage. Um, so I thought that that was a extremely important point to talk about because um, people outside of marriages and outside of functional marriages don't understand that. Like, <clears throat> you can still be whoever you are. You can still be a boss-ass bitch and all of those other things that people call them. But in your marriage, in your relationship, you know what spaces you can operate in. You don't have to be a boss-ass bitch in your relationship, at work, in my family, um, in my friendships, and in seven different facets of life. You can elect and decide to say... I'm a boss ass bitch everywhere else in my marriage. I'm, I don't have to have that responsibility. I can just be someone who listens to my husband and I'm not condoning, um, abuse in relationships. Um, I don't think that it should come to a level of abuse, but I think that some people miss, the point of being someone else in my in your marriage or in your relationship than you are to the rest of the world because who you are to the rest of the world ain't gotta be that's that's not a real ghetto doesn't have to be who you are <laughs> I liked it the other way why are you changing it doesn't have to be who you are in your relationship because who you are in your relationship or in your marriage doesn't have to relate to the rest of the world um. So I applaud Kenya and Jocelyn for being very savage in their friendships and TV relationships. Mm-hmm. But saying, you know what, this nigga I gotta go home with, this nigga that I gotta eat with all the time, uh, I gotta lay in the bed with him all the time. We gotta make business decisions all the time. That's a different relationship than I gotta have with with Phaedra. I don't have to fuck Phaedra. Phaedra ain't shit to me. Uh, who was on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta? I don't remember. Mimi. I don't have no relationship with Mimi. <laughs> fuck Mimi. I don't give a fuck. I can cuss that bitch out from here to Sunday. And Stevie J still and don't get. <laughs> well, not Stevie J because her new husband is oh. uh, ballistic something. Uh huh. But ballistic? I gotta go home with ballistic. 
I gotta like lay with him. I gotta get dick from him. I gotta eat with him. We taking we care gotta, of our, my daughter together. Uh, yeah. So I'm, of course, why would I not have a different relationship with him than I do with you? You don't matter. You are outside of the things that matter to me in real life. My home, my family, my well-being, my day-to-day, those things matter to me. Phaedra, you don't matter to me. Mimi, you don't matter to me. This is cute for TV. I don't have to be your friend on TV. So I'm absolutely um, not here for them being judged for being, quote-unquote, passive to their husbands. But... I think the real issue is people that think that they should just be the same with people on TV that they should be with their husbands. I think that's the biggest issue. Um, I I do think Jocelyn got lost in the exercise. Um, each every season of Marriage Bootcamp, they have the exercise of what if you died or something happened to you, or what if they divorced. I don't, the premise is always. What if you're not around anymore? And um, what is it like to see your partner with other people? So I think Jocelyn got lost in the exercise of, oh, so I'm going to be in this room with like 10 men. They're all fawning over me. And um, I think the TV personality, Jocelyn came out to make good TV. And I think some guy was feeding. I forget what was going on exactly. I think he she was fed feeding. him grapes. Oh, she fed him grapes or whatever. And then she was just being what appeared to be blatant dis- disrespectful to Ballistic because in their relationship, um, Ballistic refers to her as his queen, queen, and then she refers to him as her king, which is why she got on her feet later in the um, apology. Um, and so Ballistic was seeing her feed these other men grapes and he was like I know I'm wrong and I have problems in my situation with Jocelyn but I cannot stand to see this and especially seeing that her being the aggressor not the other men are the aggressor because it's an exercise for the TV show cool that the other men are being yeah, the aggressor she was like I these... expect her to sit there and say well I have a man named Ballistic who I'm severely in love with and this goes against my morals do the exercise and be strong, but she did the exercise and became TV personality Jocelyn Hernandez through Securing the bag, because <laughs> if she didn't do shit like that, then the This show is drama be. for the TV. We're talking yeah. about it on here for a podcast. So, um, he was he went out there and told her, get her ass in the house, and he can't believe she's out here doing this, and so she actually ran in the house, and we were like, we're used to seeing Jocelyn be strong now. Jocelyn presents it strong. She's running in the house? Wow. And then so they went upstairs to their room and they were having the disagreement about I can't believe you would do stuff like this. You're disrespecting me. You're my queen. He was very passionate about you're my queen. I now, believe I'm everything you're saying. black king. I can't believe you would do some shit like that. I was like, I see his point given the dynamic in their relationship. And then I guess other people heard the yelling and commotion. Michelle A, girl, you can... Be- Michelle A came in the room. <laughs> she was triggered. She thought Jocelyn might have get, been getting hit. Because uh, she been that's hit. Why, that's why they all started to come into the room. Because the, it, it was starting to sound like it could get aggressive. So the other contestants on Marriage Bootcamp came in. And she was just crying and apologizing. I think she saw it. Jocelyn saw it too. She allowed the TV personality to jump out. But she is a TV personality. That's her job. And she's so, on TV right now. That's... <laughs> The point. So, but then she's like, "Oh my gosh!" But I'm also here for. I'm on TV right now for my relationship. 
So fuck, I have fucked up. And so she apologized. She apologized. He was still seemingly angry. He was sitting down on the bed. They were sitting down on the bed together. He was still seemingly angry. The other people were in the room. And then she just said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She felt like he wasn't receiving that she was genuinely apologizing. And so she got in on her hands and knees and she was kissing his feet allegedly. I just saw her down on her knees bending in front of his feet. Yeah, we I didn't see, see the actual kissing of the feet, but yeah, allegedly she was kissing his feet. And so she was saying, no, I'm genuinely sorry. I I genuinely apologize for what just occurred. So, I mean, you have to do that. Yes, there's going to be sometimes he going to make you mad or you going to make him mad and you're going to have to get down on your hands and knees and apologize. It, and find the way to be submissive and to the person that you're in a relationship with, with. That you're not in a I'm not in a relationship with Phaedra. Even I with don't give a fuck about these other girls around. Standing around that's, in the room. That's the point that I'm making. Is I still have to be. I have to have a different relationship with someone that I'm married to mm-hmm. or engaged to or in a long term relationship with. I have to my our relationship is different yeah. than I got with Cynthia and uh Nene. I don't fuck them bitches. And them Eva. bitches ain't gonna lick my pussy at the end of the night. Wow. Fuck them. So yeah, but uh you know, to see Kenya actually be the submissive partner and to see Mark but Mark was in his element. He owns restaurants. He was like, Well, yeah, we should put the tables over here and you can't put the food by the bathroom. Well no, this Mark last episode was, was Mark was saying nothing stupid. That was episode four last. Okay. This last episode, he was like Okay, I know you don't like Nene, but fuck that shit. Um, this for charity. It's bigger than y'all's <laughs> petty bickering for TV. The charity, and she was like, the charity needs to be seen on TV. Yeah, I understood why he said that. Do I agree on not being on your wife's side? Different story for a different day. But the point that I'm making is Kenya was different in the scenario because the episode was titled Ken versus Kenya. Uh-huh. Ken. That's in her relationship. She lovingly calls her Kenya. Kenya is on Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> Kenya on Real Housewives of Atlanta. She don't have to give a fuck about Nene. She don't have to give a fuck about no Portia. She don't back. have to really give a fuck about Cynthia, even though sometimes she do a little bit. Um, she don't have to give a fuck about Tanya or Marlo. Fuck them girls. That's good TV. That's nice. Cool. <laughs> That's good TV. You know who I have to give a fuck about? My baby daddy. Yeah. And my baby. And the rest of these other girls, cool. Well, that is um, this week's episode of Here for a Podcast. We, we are coming up to our last call. Calm down. I need this. Calm down. Especially after Jocelyn and Ballistic. That was that was seriously emotional to see Jocelyn like that. So you weren't emotional to see Kenya backing down at the bowling alley? Were, were, were you emotional when you shut the fuck up? You be submissive. When I'm submissive, it's not on camera. <laughs> Last call. Thank you guys so much Break for that listening down. to um wow, an hour and a half of us to run our mouths. Um, yes, if you are listening to this show at work, uh please do not drink alcohol, but uh have do a, a shot of espresso or something. Espresso, coffee, cappuccino, whatever y'all got. Uh if you are not at work, please fill your shot glass with tequila, preferably. Um, but if you got something else, if you a Henny girl, or Grandma whatever, Ye? No, what grand, is, no. I don't know what the girls. You are doing. put Grandma Ye in on top a margarita. Of things? Yeah, on, okay. yeah, that's not like. I don't shot. know what's going on. Okay, you just got to alcoholism, sure. Um, and take a shot with us. Thank you so much.
Time magazine featured the new book, quote, Real Life, by um, Black author Brandon Taylor in their 11 books you should read in February. Real Life tells the story of Wallace, a black gay Southern man pursuing his graduate studies in biochemistry at a predominantly white Midwestern university and falls in love with a straight man. Um, definitely getting, oh, he had the 11 books that you should read in February and then time also did another piece, um, talking about the book specifically by itself. So imagine putting out a new book and you'd got two time magazine pieces <sighs> and I'm over here asking for retweets. So, um, shout out to Brandon Taylor and his new book, real life. And I hope that it's good. I want to, um, check it out. And he is my last call this week. <clears throat> my last call this week is to the new Candyman movie. Um, I have been hotly anticipating it uh, since last year when uh, it was announced and started production. And now we have a teaser trailer. Um, hopefully we'll get more in the next coming weeks uh, so we can see more of the movie because Candyman was always a... Um, a fun movie for me as a child slash adolescent like the older ones that came out uh, in the late 80s and early 90s it was always good uh, popcorn horror movies and I was happy to see a black lead villain especially a good one uh, and it looks like we're about to get another one I don't want to spoil anything for anybody because uh, I'm a cinephile and I see things that other people don't see uh, so I don't want to spoil anything, but if you have not looked up the recent um, teaser trailer of Candyman, please look it up. It is featuring my Hollywood Bay, Yahya Abdul Mateen II, and produced AK, by Jordan Peele, right? And produced by Jordan Peele. Um, again, if you have not listened to multiple other episodes of this podcast where I have gushed over him literally uh, watch Watchmen on HBO right now um, the first season was amazing the season finale was awesome uh, tune in to the Yaya Hive before you have to be on the bandwagon because I'm telling y'all now this is a train leaving the station don't be late. Don't be like, oh, okay, I like him now. I've been trying to tell y'all for months. Yahya Abdul-Mateen is it. Go Gaga for Yahya. And he and Candyman are my last call. His voice sounds so sexy in it. I was like... Again, I'm not trying to. I don't want to spoil nothing because I I see what they're doing already. They're all I need was all I need was five and I'm doing things with my clitoris right now. All I need was five seconds. I need to seconds. call my OBGYN. See what I can do with my clitoris. It's acting up down here. Um, that is this no, week's episode. <laughs> that is this week's episode of Here for a Podcast. Follow the show hereforapod.com. Get show notes. Um, we link you to everything that we do there. Um, you can always get uh, messages from our sponsors on hereforitpod.com. Check out hereforitshop.com to get our merch. There's hereforitlive.com. Uh, our anniversary is coming up. GoDaddy is like, uh, hey, you need to rebuy all this here for it 
stuff. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go to patreon.com forward slash here for a pie and get money out that bank. So if you would like to support the show, make sure you go to here for it. No, patreon.com forward slash here for a pie and give a donation so we can keep all of this stuff going around. All of this stuff. Um, and my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman T H E E S U P A M A N, aka the Gay Candyman. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, take your Truvada or Discovery, whichever one you are prescribed. Only she and... girls still take Truvada. You saw that. <laughs> I was like. We cannot be prep shaming now just because it's two. So, ask your doctor about Discovery if it's available in your area. The revolution will be televised. <laughs>